nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good afternoon. I'm Constitutional Attorney Katherine Henry. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Restore Freedom Weekly. And of course, we have with us Liberty Lori, but uh, given the constraints of the software we're using to be able to live stream to you today, um, I have to kick her out just to be able to share the, uh, <laughs> the information with you today. But um, And we had a uh, little bit of a technical snafu this morning so far. We had a, a very short uh, video with you, six minutes that we wanted to share with you as part of today's episode. And we had it all uploaded and ready to go yesterday. And we're struggling with the <laughs> with the ability to be able to show it to you today. So we may or may not get to that, but I'm gonna boot Lori out here in a second and, uh, and she's gonna see if she could get it back into our software and working properly um, with that. Um, and hello to the Liberty Cause. Uh, it's nice to see you joining us on YouTube today. I do have a couple of new friends that I met recently this last week at the, uh, gosh, what was the official title? I'm not sure. Health, Health Freedom and uh, Information Conference. Summit. Conference, something like that. I think the word summit <laughs> was in there. Um, at any rate, all about the most important words. <laughs> yeah, all about health and medical freedom. And it was a great opportunity. Um, I was actually just kind of tagging along with my friend, uh, Maya Han, who was a speaker at one of the, um, or one or two of the presentations throughout the whole week. And uh, she had a booth there for her nonprofit, which is called REACT. No, I can't remember what that acronym stands for, but off the top of my head, something about research and education for autistic ch uh, children's treatment. There's, yeah. Yes, I think that spelled out React. So maybe I did re remember that. Um, and uh, several of my friends are on the board. Um, so uh, Maya and her husband are on the board. Rachel and her husband was on the board, but uh, recently had to step down because of a great new job opportunity. But Rachel Atwood, many of you know from Michigan, another great freedom fighter, who tomorrow, I believe, maybe if I get getting the dates right. Tomorrow is in legislative session. Uh, she is starting new as a legislative aide to one of the new state reps in the state of Michigan, one who loves freedom. So that's a great thing. A, uh, owner of a family farm uh, up in the northern part of Michigan, not quite the UP where I was born, but close. Uh, anyway, uh, always glad to have new business owners and freedom fighters joining in the ranks of state and local government. So that's a blessing. Um, at any rate, uh, another couple people, some great people, um, Dr. Christina Parks, as well as Dr. Neuenschwander, uh, both from Michigan, who are wonderful freedom fighters and experts in their field. Both were speakers several times throughout the weekend. And if you haven't heard them speak at any events uh, near you, please keep your eye open because they, they do travel all over and speak at uh, events across the country. And 
they're phenomenal to listen to and a blessing to know. Anyway, those are just some of the members on the board for React. And uh, if you're into uh, autism awareness and you want to get some more information about that organization, I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find it. I don't remember what the exact URL is. Otherwise, if you check out uh, any of Maya Hans, and that's M-A-I-J-A-H-A-H-N, Maya Hans. Uh, no, she's not related to uh, Han Solo, in case you had the name thing going there and you're wondering. Um, but she is just as cool. Uh, and as far as I know, has never been um, frozen uh, on some some dude's wall in his establishment. So at any rate, um, uh, it is a great organization though, and they're reviving it. It's been around for, I'm gonna say 20 years. Um, and about six months ago, she took over of it and, uh, and been reviving it to, to raise funds, to do some actual real research for autism awareness and treatment. So at any rate, um, that is what I had the, wonderful opportunity to participate in this weekend. So I'm looking forward to some of my new freedom-loving friends uh, who would be, uh, in theory, joining us by conversation and commenting today on various social media platforms. Please keep in mind, although we are live streaming to, uh, let's see, what is it? Um, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, and DLive. Did I miss one, Lori? No, you did great. <laughs> Well, we said it 75 times or more, so hopefully I can start to remember these things. Uh, even though we go live to all of those, um, let's see. I know YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitch, and I believe Twitter all have the ability when you're commenting live in those platforms, our software pulls that through and we can interact with you live. Uh, and uh, that's phenomenal. If you are watching us on DLive or Rumble, uh, their technology limits the ability to pull the comments, so I can't see your comments unless Lori happens to catch it managing to look at different screens at the same time, or if I happen to see it after the show. So if I'm not commenting back to you, I'm not ignoring you, um, and although I like to steer people towards Rumble and DLive and alternative social media sources like that, they got to up their game a little bit on the technology side so it could be far more interactive and useful, but at any rate. Um, so thank you for joining us today. Again, this is already season two. So in case those of you, I know you laugh, right? Like, holy crap. So in a way, it seems like we just started last week and clearly we're newbies because we're still having some technical <laughs> issues. But um, we did, for those of you who don't really know me, stumbled across this, maybe this is your first time uh, learning about us. I've had several people say that recently that they're glad to have found my channel on Rumble or YouTube or whatever. And so they're just getting to know more about who I am and what we've been doing with Restore Freedom. Um, I hate social media. I absolutely hate doing live videos. I don't think I'm good at it. I don't like to do it. I'm not comfortable with it. Um, I'm either terribly hot or freezing like right now i'm gonna have to bend over like turn off my under the desk fan because normally i'm hot and it's freezing my legs off right now <laughs> so in florida uh, if you can imagine that um <laughs> at any rate there's just a lot going on here that i'm sure you'll notice i'm just a human being i'm not you know a tech expert or a social media expert by any stretch of the imagination but in 2020 our government uh it has been going on for decades and and you know a very long time. Our government has been screwing up things basically since the beginning. And it's because it's run by humans, right? We're all 
Um, we're all sinners. We're all people. None of us are perfect. I mean, clearly, except for me. But um, <laughs> uh, that, of course, I said right after the long string of things, I just told you about how I was not perfect. So anyway, uh, <laughs> but the point is, in 2020, our government started doing things even more blatantly, more in your face about being tyrannical, about not violating about violating our rights, violating the law, violating the Constitution, not giving a crap about the Constitution, acting as though it literally doesn't even exist. That's the point that we've gotten to with our government officials. And it's, you know, I would say, at least at the federal level, and I have huge disdain for federal government. Most of federal government is entirely unconstitutional. And yes, I'm going to take that spot, the brief break just to turn this fan off. Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Sorry, guys. I was going to be a popsicle here, but um, it's federal government. The vast majority of it is unconstitutional. All the federal agencies, there's no constitutional basis for it whatsoever. But anyway, what I can say to you is that when you're talking to federal government employees or, or, you know, if you're talking to your, your congressman or something like that, at least if you say the word constitution in general, if the TV is on them, we'll put it that way. If the cameras are rolling, they're not going to like shudder at the word constitution. Uh, they actually are going to act like they know what you're talking about. Even if it's just an act, they're going to at least do that, right? You get to state government and they start feeling like they're more removed from the constitution, like it has less bearing on their day-to-day -day jobs. You talk about your local, your city, your county government, township, if you're in a place like Michigan that has township governments or village government, and a lot of them are like, oh, you just said constitution, and they act like you have four eyeballs on your forehead. <laughs> Literally, it's ridiculous. And even they could even be conservatives or Republican or whatever label you want to throw on that, and more often than not, their eyes are going to glaze over or they're going to look at you like you're an alien. If you mention the Constitution, let alone anything inside of the Constitution. <gasps> so that's what uh, I will say is maybe the one benefit about federal uh, our federal legislators or some of the high end federal employees is that when the cameras are rolling, at least at least then they're going to act like they acknowledge the constitution exists right so um at any rate um in 2020 when our governments really just state national um federal governments they all threw the constitution out the window for the sake of COVID. okay yes have people died from covid yes yeah, it, it's a thing, right? It actually exists. But does that mean you get to throw out the Constitution? No. Where in there is the exception clause? What article is that in the Constitution that says, hey, by the time, by the way, when there's a time of uh, famine or war or um, disease, outbreak, you know, anything scary or that's threatening us, our domestic tranquility or um, our, you know, national security, you can throw out that, you know, that First Amendment, people don't need that. The Second Amendment, I mean, when to really, I mean, it, and when there's a disease going around, why do you need the ability to keep and bear arms? Or your right to privacy, 
Clearly not, because there's a greater good. You don't need your privacy. <laughs> That's what our government told us in 2020. And it took people, individual people, beginning to stand up and speak out. And I can tell you without any doubt and without blinking an eye that I was the, the, the first and only attorney to start speaking up and saying unequivocally, the government can't do this. Not, well, they violated the statute. Yeah, I was talking about the statutes too. I was the only attorney, for example, who argued in the Michigan Supreme Court of the six attorneys that verbally argued that day. I was the only one that argued in the Michigan Supreme Court that the governor's executive orders that shut down our state, that required masking, that required all these other things that stopped you from having gatherings at your home, stopped you from going to church, all that stuff. I was the only one that argued it was unconstitutional from day one, day one. So sometimes it takes having the guts to be the only one willing to do it. And you know what? I was the only one in the entire courtroom that day. The only one who had anything to do with the case that was doing all of that and not getting paid to do it. I was doing it as a volunteer on a volunteer basis. Why? Because I make lots of money. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lori and I are literally some of the poorest people that you'll ever meet. But we still have a roof over our heads, at least for now. And we still have food and water, at least for now. And we still have electricity, at least for now. As long as you guys keep donating to make this happen. Because, you know, this stuff costs money. Um, but I'm going to keep fighting for my freedom until the day I die. And I'm my goal is to encourage you to do the same thing. So in 2020, we did hundreds, hundreds of events all across the state of Michigan and beyond, telling people all about the Constitution and why we need to fight for it and exactly how the government went wrong and how we can fix it. And so after all that chaos of 2020 and bringing us into 2021, by the time we got to the beginning of 2022, we said, you know what? This is not going away. Let's do a weekly show about this. So as much as I hate social media and live streaming, <laughs> well, we decided we would bring a live stream to you every single week talking about this. And in fact, we had 50 episodes with all the different subparts and everything else throughout the rest of the week. Uh, so uh, this this year, I don't remember our exact schedule, but I want to say we only will have 44, which is twice as much as, you know, like Grey's Anatomy or, you know, <laughs> Chicago Fire, you know, those kinds of shows, right? Um, twice as much in this season, um, but throughout the entire year, and we will take eight weeks off to make sure that we can recharge and recuperate because I don't want to be burnt out in, the, in this fight for freedom because I know that I'm going to fight tooth and nail for my freedom at all levels uh, against all branches of government, no matter what. And I can't be burnt out in order to get that job done. So, um, all right. So... This is already season two, episode one, because we did, in fact, take the first week of January off, although off implies there was some sort of vacation or time. Yeah. Out of the <laughs> it wasn't a vacation. 
Nope. No, not at all. And if you guys only knew what has happened, even just today, all oh, the freedom fight we'll be talking about in next week's episode. Uh, I'll probably, I'll probably try to pull the footage from that. See if I can get the our security camera footage to show you what our lovely city government has decided to do now. But at any rate, I'm going to check in. Uh, let's see. We have Jane Locke saying she's here on YouTube. Love you, Jane. Uh, for those of you who may not follow me on um, YouTube or whatnot, maybe you were, you were friends or you follow me on Facebook, uh, keep in mind, I have, since I have a whole bunch of you that I just met, um, and, you know, a lot of you are still on the mainstream social media platforms like um, um, Facebook and whatnot, I do hit that 5,000 friend mark quite regularly. And when I notice that I have some room, I go and I add more people in. So if I haven't accepted your friend request, it's not that I don't love you. It's not that I didn't think you were an amazing person and I want to get to know you, but hit me up maybe on true social or telegram and then I'll see you a lot faster than on Facebook. But anyway, for, uh, for whatever that's worth. Oh, I was, I mentioned Facebook because I wanted to say to you, uh, if you, uh, do have us on Facebook and you didn't see the picture of Emma with her gun, uh, that she was toting around last week. Um, my husband saw her, uh, she loves this Nerf gun. I'm glad I got it, um, used of course, because I'm fiscally conservative. Um, and I paid by the pound for Nerf bullets, which if you know what Nerf bullets are, Paying by the pound means I didn't pay very much. Uh, thank you, Goodwill Outlet. Anyway, so she loves uh, doing this and shooting these little Nerf bullets all around. And the way she was doing it and posing and she was protecting us from the bad guys and the government was trying to violate our constitutionally protected freedoms. She comes in to save the day and my husband said, Oh, you're like Jane Locke Jr. And so it was quite so for those of you who uh, who wondered maybe what that picture was about, uh, that's about my friend Jane Locke, who is today joining us on YouTube. And she is uh, a militia woman. She is someone who has been there since I believe the very first day I spoke on the steps of the Capitol, April 30th, 2020, to speak out against this tyranny. And she's been joining me joining me for, to protect me from psychos. Um, who are in government or not. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, the threats come from everywhere. And I really, really love her and value her. So at any rate, um, hello to Laura on Facebook and John on YouTube. And uh, let's see. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> um, we have somebody joining us on Twitch. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, and Tammy Jones, how do we get healthcare if all the doctors and hospitals are still mandating masks? Well, for example, not sure if he's taking new patients, but that doctor I mentioned at the beginning who's on the board of React and quite frankly on the board of probably 15 other organizations that are all about uh, doing us right and fighting for our health and freedom. Uh, Dr. Neuenschwander from um, Michigan, I want to say... I want to say he's Ann Arbor, but that might not be correct. At any rate, if you Google him, he is um, a phenomenal doctor and he might be a good starting point for you. Or um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Wu and, oh my goodness, Dr. Heisen. Um, gosh, I can't think of what the other doctor's names are. Anyway, Christian Healthcare Centers, that's still our physicians in Michigan. They're in Grand Rapids on the Beltline, and they are phenomenal. 
and they respect your choice. They actually do recommend vaccines, but they respect your choice not to choose them if you so choose not to do that. Um, Dr. Heisen is especially phenomenal with freedom fighting. And nurse practitioner Kathy Wu there is also phenomenal. So um, anyway, just some options. They do have a new location over in, uh, in Nuego. I'm not sure if the same physicians travel over there or if they have different physicians over there. I'm not sure. Um, and okay, so I think I'm all caught up, but uh, I think we're also at the point that I'm gonna. All right, Lori, I know you've been dying for this moment, but I'm finally gonna throw you <laughs> out here. And uh, if you can see if you can find that video, that'd be awesome. So, yep. And uh, just a word of a reminder there um, if you do find it, and we're gonna share it as a screen share, just make sure to proportionately shrink your, your, um, tab so that it can um be played if that makes sense um okay so and i do have okay. it up cool. so whenever you're ready oh awesome okay so and let's see it looks like awesome well tammy uh hopefully that does uh end up being a good connection for you i don't remember dr news specialty per se or like i said if he is taking new patients but if he's not Hopefully his office would at least be able to let you know of other providers that are, or maybe that are in the specialty that you're looking for. So, um, and, oh shoot, oh, there is a doctor. Um, Lori, if you happen to think of it, he was a guest on, when I was um, co-hosting uh, The Fifth Seat, we interviewed oh. him. He, so he's in one of the, one of those, um, he's in one of the five episodes that we have on our YouTube channel. Dr. Yeah. He's a direct care professional on the, on the east side of Michigan as well. And um, anyway, so doesn't he doesn't go through insurance. We'll get you the name hopefully in this episode. It just depends on how much I tax Lori in, in between now and then. So, all right, Lori, thank you. I'll throw you back in here very shortly. Okay. Okay, everyone. So, um, I don't know what my camera's doing here today. I'm going to bring it down just a bit, maybe. No, I look like I'm super short and my desk is about as low as it can get. So, let's see here. Okay. It's a little bit better. 